0: Welcome back to Ready Comics Roll, where each week we discuss a topic that revolves around either video games, comics, tabletop, or any other geeky things that we all love. So if you enjoy what you're listening to, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. This is the podcast you're looking for. I'm Anthony.
1: Who are you calling scruffy-looking? I'm Mike. Vote for Papa Palpatine 2020. I'm his campaign manager, John. And it's that time of the year. May the 4th be with you. And if you're listening to this episode, it's probably actually Revenge of the 5th. Now, whether you love it or hate it, this trilogy that is currently going on with Star Wars is coming to an end. We've gotten news over the past like what month or so about the 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 actual trailer release for episode 9. And whether you've kind of gone through this experience in the last three episodes, or the the last two episodes, sorry. Leading into the third. Leading into this mean. third. Yeah, exactly. It, it, I think it's had its bumps and grinds. <laughs> well,
2: as another Star Wars celebration comes and goes, we get to look at the entire plan for the future at this point. We have Rise of the Skywalker. We have... All kinds of new stuff that's coming down the pipeline that was all revealed at Star Wars Celebration, and I think that with the the teaser, I'm not really going to call it a trailer because it's literally just Rey does a backflip onto a onto a Tie Fighter, which well, you know she's <laughs> cutting that shit in half.
0: Like she yeah. even left the lightsaber out that she wasn't flipping to get over it. She's
1: gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that the Tie Fighter could have just gone like into her. <laughs> <laughs> Problem Salt. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's actually a joke trailer where
0: they did that. Yeah, I know. Or, was, or, 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 even, or even worse, like, it just shot
1: her. Yeah. Like, as she was running away, not paying attention, it went, pew! <laughs> right, but as I was kind of saying, like, obviously we have, we have like Mike was saying, the new stuff that's going to be coming out, and we'll probably discuss some of that, but I know when it came down to this trilogy of movies, or, you know, once we experience the final one, I can, I can, my personal opinion was obviously that... Force Awaken to me was a very enjoyable movie. I love that
2: nostalgia. Movie. The movie,
1: absolutely. I, you can't get that wrong.
0: That's gonna say it was pretty much the you know the, the New Hope, and so it, the they, first they, New Hope was good. So of course, if you're doing New Hope again, it's not gonna
1: be bad. But the problem is though, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. No, you know <laughs> they you know. went through a methodology of going, hey, this method works. We can copy it with our story and put stuff Take over. Take that it same
0: formula, it. pretty much the same, almost everything. Just change out the setting, change out some of the characters we
1: done, right? I mean, who hasn't done that? <laughs> I digress. I enjoyed that one. I think most of us here kind of had our down period when it came down to uh, The Last Jedi.
2: Well, okay, so The Last Jedi to me was just a whole bunch of really awkward character moments. You they they did so much of this, like putting this character with this character for a little while, just to let them kind of play off of each other. And then it introduced new characters. And as quickly as it introduced characters, it tended to turn around and kill some of them off. But it... You can say names. We're way past the point of spoilers with some of those. Yeah, I know. But it was one of those things, like, they did so much, like, weird character work that just didn't really mesh well, you know? It felt like they were trying to put a whole bunch of stuff into one movie, and but then they
0: were also trying to rush along certain plot points and also throw some stuff in that was unnecessary.
1: They were trying to juggle a lot of things at once. Well, let, let's be fair. Uh, let, let's go into specifics about this. Across the board, yay or nay, do you think that they handled Luke well in this movie? No. No. N- yes? The, the, the
0: end. The end. I'll give them the end. The end was a very, very Luke thing to do. That's probably the most Luke they could have gone the very end. That scene where he projected himself—that was good. I li- enjoyed
2: that. That was very much in character. The rest of it, no. The rest of it was Mark Hamill. Come well, on. Okay. So I have to say this: they're they're trying to show us a new side of the Force with these with these movies, and that's kind of been that was what The Force Awakens was about: was showing us new things that you can do with the Force. The the stopping the the blaster bolt is something we'd never seen before. The In um, Force Awakens. In Force Awakens, yeah. The um like interrogation method of like vibrating your your head or whatever whatever he was doing to her. We never knew what Vader did behind closed doors with light. Exactly. Okay. But we did get that in Clone Wars though. Remember? They did that we to did. interrogate the yes. Bounty Hunter. Yes. But for in live action films, yes. is, what, is yes. what I'm getting at. And then in now The Last Jedi, we had this whole like psychic projection thing. The like him just Fully exhausting himself by using the Force to that extent, and then him dying off. I, I think it works, but I'm not fond of it as a character, like, for his character arc. But nobody's ever really gone.
1: luke ghost coming yeah (laughs) listen but for me i think that they've handled certain things that were proper with luke and then certain things that i didn't really care for some of his attitude or whatever like that when it came down to it i mean becoming the hermit like i can i can kind of understand it we all know if you've read any of the novels and stuff like that luke has kind of put. Dipped his toes into the dark side every once in a while. Like, he's he's gone down those lines. So, where, the backstory between him and Ben and stuff like that, not that big of a deal.
2: He's um, also gone down the route of being Yoda the Kermit Hermit. Right. You know?
1: <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you could have really dealt with the ending better. But, I don't know if it could have been worse either I guess I, I guess I'm kind of treading a line on here um and I know it's probably like oh well then what's your fucking point but <laughs> I, <laughs> but I look at it like it, it, it was really hard to, to see that specific character go through everything yeah,
2: yeah. well okay so for me what the last I really was was Ex machina the movie. Like there was just a whole lot of this is this is happening now because we've written ourselves into a wall and this has to happen otherwise our car our you know the the overarching like oh. What's going to happen to everybody, we're running out of fuel. This is the first time fuel has ever really been brought up in a Star Wars film, by the way. I have to bring that up. That's fair. Well, that's also because the First Order is smarter than the Empire. Or writers didn't want
1: to care about that much finite stuff. But either way, I think the biggest thing that fell through for me on Last Jedi was actually that everything was Snoke. Snoke yeah. it, Snoke ultimately felt so underwhelming with everything because you you line him up the equivalent of being like this next big uh Palpatine character, okay? And then you finally get to this dramatic scene and you still don't get a whole bunch of exposition and he's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well,
0: see, that's just like you get really getting into something, you're really enjoying yourself you know, it's, it's very pleasurable and then it ends up ending a little bit prematurely and then you're just left there not very satisfied.
1: Well, one person's leaving unsatisfied. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: horrible sexual and, you know, aside, the problem is is there was so much buildup going into The Last Jedi and every single where, like, Everywhere that they took a turn, they took a turn that was completely away from where everybody was building any suspense for these characters. I
1: I think that also it doesn't help when you have two directorial differences between movie one to movie two. Because if I if I remember correctly, they they had totally they, different person do, t- handling this film.
0: Yes, Ryan Johnson was the one that
1: handled the Last Jedi, uh, almost Abrams, every aspect yeah. of it. Abrams was the, the first, the, the first person. one. He followed his formula. Every, whether and again, whether you love it or hate the first one, because when I remember when uh, Force Awakens came out, people had they were on both sides of the fence. I don't like it because it's a rehash of this. I love this movie. That was really the
0: biggest argument, other than, of course, the whole Ray Mary Sue thing. But that's a whole different cool. bag of worms, right? Okay,
2: so this is the thing: can of worms. the entire Star Wars franchise. Of worms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the entire Star Wars franchise is completely polarizing. From the only thing that most people can agree on is that Return of the Jedi was not nearly as good as Empire Strikes. Okay, back. I'm glad you. I'm glad <laughs> you phrased
0: it that way. Because if you're gonna say the last Jedi or the Return of the Jedi was garbage, then that's where yeah there will well, be some different opinions. Well, first off, first off, I
1: would never I would never say anything that has to do with like the Holy Trilogy as, as garbage. Trash. Yeah. Okay, the Holy Trilogy is the Holy Trilogy for a reason because they are the staple of what we as like fans judge the prequels and then these sequels on. You judge it on this Holy Trilogy, yeah. okay? When you had that Holy Trilogy, you were like, well. That it's the method that works, you follow it. Or people are like, get your own unique story. Or people are like, well, this was catering to kids and a new audience, and then that's why people didn't like Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but to your, to your
0: point, Mike, you kind of brought this up even before the cast, is look at the Empire Strikes Back. A uh, lot The largest census is that that was the best of those three films. Mm-hmm. And even from a cinematic standpoint, that is still seen as... One of the
2: best uh, sci-fi films of all time. Well, okay, so th- this is my thing. I I look at the the holy trilogy and I see that the second one is probably by far my favorite. I look at the prequels of that trilogy. Revenge of the Sith is probably the only one that's tolerable. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Phantom Menace only for the final
0: fight scene with uh I, and
2: the... Darth Maul. Mix. Darth Maul,
1: Darth Maul is what basically drove people to stay with phantom menace yes that's what it
2: comes down to and it's also the reason him dying is one of the reasons why nobody liked clone wars not the series the movie yeah
1: well the thing is though at least they worked it in just like they did in the novelization
2: for him coming still being
1: alive still doing this still doing things behind the scene which is a which is a big thing like there's another
2: polarizing thing about solo
1: (laughs) right (laughs) one of the big things is like if you don't like solo just stay to the end i promise you just stay to the end, and then it's just like Darth Maul's still alive. What? I'm in. Give me a few more tickets. <laughs> <laughs> like, but at the same time, though, Solo's the reason why we're probably not getting a Lando Calrissian movie because, or the Boba Fett movie we we're going to get either. Right. Hope, uh, Solo is, is the reason why we're getting a lot of th- not getting a lot of things we wanted. <laughs> to be fair, though, I think Disney is doing some stuff where... I think they are looking
2: at it at, at a they're certain getting, point of view. Honestly, I think what they're...
1: From a certain point of view? Well, they are looking at it from... Uh, the point of view that they're going to be looking at it as is one, we're, we're finishing this movie. We have... um Or this trilogy. We have a series that's going to be coming out that seems to be really, like, in the uh. want of what's going on. But then you have the stuff where people are like... You're saturating the market too much. Yeah. Even if they're like, I like this stuff, but can, can you slow it down a little bit? You know what I mean? Just give me a little bit of time in between years to enjoy the fact that you have a monopoly on all movies. Okay? <laughs> like, give me, give, me, give me a tiny break. You know? And I think that's one. The, I think Solo put the feeler out there for them to make them go, maybe we're jumping this too quick. And then they go, okay, you know what? We're going to listen to them and go, let's draw back a little bit. Not completely,
2: but a little so, bit. So my Retreat. my my hunch on this is that re, the, re, hunch on what the the whole a Star Wars story like Rogue One Solo any any I of the, Rogue any of I, I love Rogue yeah Rogue One, One was
0: fantastic. I love any Rogue of
2: these One. offshoot movies, I have a feeling what they're going to end up doing is that is what Disney Plus is going to be about. That that streaming service is where they're going to that is completely fair Completely. completely. Too. Make movies specifically for that subscription service, and it's going to be these Star Wars stories, and these... I think, though, that they're
1: going to shoot themselves in the foot a little bit, because I don't think as many people as they think... Will bother with the streaming
0: versus being
1: in theaters. Right. Like, people have their hands on... So many different streaming networks as it is, and we're going far off from what we were trying to do with the, the the talking about this trilogy, but the the streaming network, I think, don't get me wrong, I think the streaming network is gonna be profitable. I think they're gonna get a lot into it. For me, I'm not buying the network. Well, I'm
2: gonna have to go through another route I, to, to see the stuff. I'm I, not I, I'm not gonna buy the network. I'm gonna say this even if they get half of what they would get box office number wise as subscriptions. Disney's not gonna look at that as a success. Well, no, but that's the thing. There, there's no profit sharing at that point. You have to understand that when they do theatrical releases, they, I understand their profit that there's no profit with... sharing. They're still going to look at it as a failure. I don't think so.
1: They have so much control over their profit sharing for movie theaters that they're still going to look at it as a failure. You have to remember they put stipulation on movie theaters so strong that why is it? That popcorn and soda rates have gone up. It's for the movie theater to offset the cost that they have to pay out for that movie with profit sharing. Yeah. Therefore, the movie theater is making their money from... Concessions. Concessions. The, because they're now they have to pump it up even more because they're almost dipping into concessions to get the profit sharing that's going back to Disney. So... Again, if they don't get half of their box office there, they're gonna look at it as a failure. But, but to the original point, back to the original point, we have the trailer. Like we're we're coming to the conclusion for this story, which is going to be put out into the theaters, not mm-hmm. on the streaming. They'll probably release it later on there. But what it's going back to JJ Abrams. Yes. Okay, we're gonna have to see how he kind of fixes and corrects everything to go with it. And I'm going to tell you, what caught me for the trailer hmm. is is not Ray doing the backflip. Like, I thought that was kind of very, eh, whatever, I don't really care. To Sidious laughing at the end, and I'm hyped about that. Whichever method they bring him back, I think it's a great tie-in. It's going to bring you closure one way or the other. If, if Palpatine does not truly exist in there...
0: Okay. I, I, I think what's going to happen, though, I and mean, you and I kind of spoke about this. Dan brought it up, and it's actually funny. So just real quick, you know, you had Ian out there. He he confirmed that, yes, I'm going to be back in this movie. Disney said Palpatine is going to be in this movie. Apparently
1: they, like, had to sneak him on set, though. They did. Yeah.
0: So the funny thing is that they made a pretty big deal about Palpatine being back in this film. But the way they can still keep their word, but it kind of be a dick move. And what uh, our buddy Dan uh, said is that chances he are... Did he did it out of
1: spite for me. Yeah, he did.
0: But <laughs> the sad part is this might actually be true. This it's might probably, actually be something Disney does. Is probably going to be true, yeah. Is that he will come back as a Sith holocron. It's not actually going to be him I better.
1: think that would be... Uh, honestly, like, I, I wouldn't... I would be more hyped if Sidious was physically there. Okay? If they actually explain the fact that he survived this through transforescence or whatever like that then and he's in the story for nine like that would be cool if he only shows up as like a sith holocron for them to finally introduce a sith holocron in a movie yeah like, that would be cool too because it's just like how do you know this knowledge would. how are you doing this how do you know of all this stuff got it we already have it confirmed via
0: comics that are owned by disney and marvel which means it's canon yes that Palpatine was the one that created Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, he's
1: daddy. He's daddy Vader.
0: <laughs> he's father. Father. <laughs> we, we also know the reason why, why do you think they call him Big Papa but Palpatine. But yeah. <laughs> we well, you know this he did so, and we also know he's a student of a of, of, of things was being able to <laughs> jump bodies. Yeah, because there was the whole because uh, they did it. They kind of lightly discussed that in the book about him trying to take over, you know, Sidious's body, Palpatine's body, and so. I mean, it, it, it's not even a huge logical jump that that's why he created Anakin because he was going to go ahead and take over his body. He was going to create this ultimate Force user, take over his body. So now he has this immortal body that's stupidly powerful, and then that also explains why he wanted Luke Skywalker so badly. And he always it, wanted a
1: replacement to make sure that it was lined up for he his. He always transform. wanted a Skywalker because Skywalker is the strongest bloodline. If because uh, we know we know in the very beginning, J.J. Abrams said, "Hey, listen, I've laid down clues to hint towards her her lineage." And then everyone jumped on board with saying, "Okay, well, will you know raise a Skywalker." And then you go into movie two, and then they're like, "No, she's, she's she's nobody. She's nobody." So the only person that you're with is with with Ben. But it's just like, is it true? Is it false? Of whatever like that. This is leaning towards towards Ray being a Skywalker, or. If you really want to say, Ben still is a Skywalker in genetics because he's a solo Skywalker.
0: Yes. So that could be it. But one thing interesting thing I want to kind of point out, because I wanted to see if any of you other listeners uh, picked up on this. So the scene where... I know because I know some so people are Before she your it. kids at the end? No, not just before she your kids at the end. So when you get the scene where she has the flashback when, you know, Ben was just like, or Kylo, whatever you want to call him, it says, you know, you were abandoned, your parents were like drunkards who traded you in for, you know, rations... You see a spaceship fly away. If you play very close attention, you actually see that same spaceship, or at least the same exact model, which, you know, I guess in certain aspects, it could be a common model, but I doubt it. There's a reason why they showed I'm you right. that, flying into one of the locations that you see in that t- t- teaser. So, the parentage may be something more, after all. It could be that
1: he just assumed it was with that but it was not the case. I I guess this is where we're kind of fully going into speculation for, (laughs) for this movie. I think it always made sense... For Rey to be a Skywalker. And I know a lot of people are like, well, this is so played out because, come on, just move on from the Skywalkers. But I'm sorry. From episode one to episode nine, this is a story about the Skywalker. It's always been about the Skywalker bloodline. It's always been about the Skywalker bloodline. Why would you change that format one way or the other towards the end? Just because you're saying, well, it's not a Skywalker, it's a solo. No, it's a Skywalker. If Rey's a Skywalker, it also ultimately makes sense. Okay, whether you're, and there's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm fine
2: with it, with Rey being a Skywalker, but where the hell is Mara Jade? Yes. (laughs) No, no, no. See, the thing is, is what they haven't been telling us is she's not the one that's going to rise. Finn is the Skywalker. Shut up. (laughs) Although I I would totally be okay with that. That just
0: makes no logical story sense. That
1: was another thing that irked the shit out of me in Last Jedi. That they kind of made it seem like he was Force-sensitive? In in Force Awakens, they make you truly believe that there's something special about Finn, and then the feeling. They I'm put not him saying, into a
2: weird love rectangle with an Asian chick, Ray, Rose. and no, Rose? Yeah, with Rose.
1: But nonetheless, in in the second movie,
2: they in last half, You don't the
1: feel this special connection to Finn anymore.
2: You lose it. Like you you go. You almost feel He's like they's the guy in the bromance with the... Poe, right? Poe. Don't you be
1: <laughs> shitting on that bromance. <laughs> but but honestly, like I like the aspect, this mystery in Force Awakens that alluded to something super special with Finn, and then in Last Jedi, you lose that, you lose that connection. Whether they were still trying to hint at something or not, they 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 made you lose that feeling that Finn was something or someone important.
0: Which is a shame because, again, with the Force Awakens, it established, especially with um, the Last Jedi, with the little kid in the broom, that you know the universe, uh, as far as the the Force the universe is concerned, always finds a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting we're, we're seeing these these more Force sensitive individuals popping up. Yeah, and that, that, that part was part of the
1: Force Awakens in name. You know? Yeah, that that was the one thing is uh, the fact that people always alluded to it's just like, well, there was only ever like one Jedi left, and that was that was Luke. But if you look at some of the other stuff, some of the other Jedis left and died and and didn't kind of go through everything and lived long lives to Ezra to and Thrawn are still somewhere in space. Right, exactly. Ezra and Thrawn are out there, which, that's the other thing. I'm hoping that they bring in... Th- like, Thrawn might be someone in... <laughs> Mandalorian! <laughs> <laughs> Thrawn <laughs> might be in some stuff. And I'm like, yes! But um it, having... The, the Force doesn't just stop Making people who are strong in the force—they're just not well trained. and That's it. <laughs> like there's still force traditions. There's still all this stuff out there. The Jedi are just gone in a sense.
0: Which is what I find interesting because again, there's this huge back and forth that you see throughout the community. I you know there's still there's if you say the words "gray Jedi," shut up, I'll kill you. See exactly my point. Exactly my point. So I, I'm with I'm with John. I do not like the name at all. Um, but the one thing we can always agree on at least is the concept of a balanced force user is yes. still an interesting one. And it's one that, you know, whether people like it or not, has been hinted throughout the shows and even some movies. Like shows, uh, comics, and yeah, everything. Yeah, just about everything. everything. Uh, even one of the things that they, uh, uh, I mean, as far as Rebels is concerned,
1: you had Bendu, which is literally the, f- the physical embodiment of that The balance. First Order, the Jedi. Yeah. You know uh, what the- I mean? So you you look at that and it's it's literally like... This is how it's supposed to be in the beginning.
0: And, and then it fractures. The, the symbolism and also just the whole scenario with Darth Maul and Ezra combining the holocrons to gain ultimate power, even though that's not really how, you know, being a balanced Force user works. Still, the symbol they were kind of going with. So, and even with even with Rey, they're talking about the last Jedi and she even takes the the book of uh, Wills. Yeah, the Wills? journal of Wills. Journal, journal of Wills. That's right. And there's also the funny thing is they keep saying they're going to shy away from you know legacy and try and do their own thing, but they still borrow aspects of it.
1: I I know, but that's the thing though. Realistically, we've we've seen this since the start of Density taking over. They said we're going to use our own stuff, but realistic. The, no, no, we we knew that they were going to borrow they were and steal of yeah, from of course their they stuff. Were. They're like, listen, we're not going to do that story to the T, but we're going to take certain aspects of this and bring it in. It reminds
0: me of that internet meme where the person hands this other person just, like, this box. And it's just supposed to be be a generic embodiment of anything. And they're like, hey, I made this. And they walk away. And then the person holding it said, I made this. (laughs) (laughs) That's Disney. Whatever, (laughs) listen. Legacy.
1: you, I made this. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you just have to
1: throw
2: some glitter at it. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, Exactly.
2: Right, Anthony? Yep. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Before we got onto this, Anthony was the one who was like, yeah, you know, you just have to throw some glitter at some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's new. It's yeah, different. It's new. It's different. <laughs> but Ooh, it shiny. Was... <laughs> uh-huh. But, I mean, I would have to say... With seeing the small bit that we're getting for uh, Rise of the Skywalker, is this bringing you back in? Yes. Is this slowly yeah. reeling you back into the franchise, a... or did Last Jedi just no, knock you I'm... out and go,
0: no, go fuck I didn't even let you finish your, sen- your sentence. I I just,
1: yes. I, I'm excited. I'm to... making this a general statement so people in the comments can yeah, also Yeah, I know. I
0: know. <laughs> we definitely want to hear from all of you as well that are listening. But I, as far as answering on my own behalf, I am definitely excited to see it. Uh, even if this wasn't a good trailer or even if it wasn't like something like they had big Papa Palpatine or other things uh... I'm sold because of Palpatine I know you are I know it, you it, are if the, the if second I heard that I'm thing... like yep John's going to see this, this it, is it was
1: one of those things like for me personally and I, I sorry to cut you off but if there was one thing in the trailer that drove me back to it was the connection back to the holy trilogy and once you put in palpatine in whatever form shape or anything or even just the remains of the
0: death star that was still cool as hell as as once
1: you bring that back in and you were like listen we're literally going to connect the last of the dots it feels like everything's
0: coming full circle yes that's the one reason i'm excited for it also too i think it's only fair to for as long as we've all been involved and this has been involved in our lives to give it that final shot it is the final movie. It might as well go ahead and give it, it, it its due. Mm-hmm. See it, whether we end up liking it or ends up being terrible, whichever it may be, we can say we've seen all of Star Wars. As far as movies are concerned, for this story, this chapter, so to speak, this is the end of it.
1: Right. Absolutely. But Mike, how did you feel? Or Is this reeling you back
2: into the, so... know, the, the, the franchise for the final movie? I'm, I, I, I was underwhelmed by the teaser. I, I will say that. I was underwhelmed by the teaser. I do like the hint at Palpatine being back, but the only way this movie sells me anything is if we find out that race parentage is wicked. The Ewok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. I'm, I'm sold. I'm they're, sold. They're, they're my people. G- so give me, so give me, him. give me Ewoks. They,
0: I want Ewoks back, man. Listen, I want they, my they, Ewoks. they
1: may have single handedly defeated the Empire. <laughs> But I love those teddy bears. (laughs) If you don't like Ewoks, I'm going to introduce you to Darth (laughs) Ikachikachu. The
0: hard way.
1: (laughs) I love that character. Prepare to get smacked. Oh, yeah. With force lightning punch. (laughs) Greatest Ewok ever. I'm telling you. But yeah, I think, and we would love to hear from everybody out there, like we kind of said, is, did the trailer put you back on board? Has your mind ever changed from, uh, Last Jedi to this? Have you always been on board completely? You know, what I mean, or are you the person who's just like, you know what, they can't do it. I may watch it, but I'll watch it on TV when it comes out. Like, we, we really kind to. Just wait for it to show that.
2: up on Netflix. Oh, absolutely. No, like, nope, nope, not,
1: not on Netflix. Yeah, well, <laughs> Disney Plus. That's yeah. Disney Plus has
2: to come out first. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. It will. Actually, I think it's going to be in the next couple months. I think they announced
1: it's actually going to be coming out. But, with, with everything that's also been announced, and we've kind of been alluding to before, is the big project that I think, I, I, I'm really hoping for it to be a success, is uh, The Mandalorian. I yeah. think
0: it will be. I, I, I Maybe I'm super optimistic whenever it comes to anything Star Wars, but I mean, it has the star power, not just from the cast, but also the people behind the camera, as far as the directors, some of the story writers, uh, it it has the makings of being a blockbuster it has Oberon as... Martell. yes okay <laughs>
2: as the lead Ober role and
0: martel <laughs> is the Mandalorian. And let's hope he doesn't share the same
2: horrible fate as he did oh as in Game gosh, of Thrones. Yeah. No, because there's no mountain in Star Wars. <laughs> they might just they, drop a literal mountain on his yeah. ass.
1: <laughs> I look at it this way. So far, I, I, I like where they're doing it. This is another thing that's kind of very reminiscent to into um Rebels. Like, I like these in-between kind of story fillers and stuff like this. We've gotten from the trailer... That it's or not the trailer, but the uh, I think the thinking, stills
0: and little clips and, and things the little that have been directorial shown to stuff us.
1: that they're saying like, hey, listen, this is going to be, you know, uh, five years after um, Return of the Jedi. Okay, uh, so you have this in between period and everything like that, and it, the the stuff that they're initially going to like. You're going to see the mercenary world. You're going to see this dark-seated stuff. They're going to be introducing new planets, new species, new everything. You're not stuck on dealing with Force users. They better not make this guy a Force user. If if he encounters, that's cool. If this guy is a Force user, I'm going to be a little bit annoyed. Yeah, you know what? I,
0: I would kind of want a Force user, but at the same time, I agree with you. I think going the route of... Even just Rogue One, because Rogue One, we didn't have any true Force users. You know, Chirrut may have been Force-sensitive, but didn't have command of the Force. And I like that. I do feel that we need more stories that focus on non-space wizards.
1: Right. No, <laughs> have them as secondary characters, that's fine.
0: Not even. I think it would be more interesting, too, especially because you're talking about the CD underbelly of the, the galaxy, or just to do something a little bit different with that.
1: Yeah, but that... Unless maybe one of the marks is a Jedi or Force-sensitive, which would make things kind of interesting. Well, uh, remember, there's a lot of different Force traditions out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be Sith and Jedi and stuff like that. Well, that's why I
2: said Force-sensitive. Right. I want to see, like, child Podamron in this. Why? Just because I want to see how Podamron grows up. That doesn't sound creepy at all. I know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. But it, I think this is but also... It's, the time, it's that timeline, though. Yeah. And okay, gonna, I get where you're, the, I get what you're going the, with that. We're going to see the birth of the New Order. That's what... I, I, see, I got where you're going if, with they're that.
1: T- if they're doing anything like the homage to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., okay, or some of the other Netflix series where they kind of said, hey, listen, this is what's going on. This is our story. However, news article... Holocon transmission. Something that's going on, and it's telling you what's happening in the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is the introduction to these characters, and they glance by it, but they don't actually deal with the character. I think
2: that would be amazing touches to what they can do to this. However, I totally want the Mandalorian to be the person who fucks up Snoke's face. I'm totally down for that. Oh, you mean
1: you don't want it to be the the door coming down and... Hitting the Stormtrooper in his head? Because <laughs> we all know it's the Stormtrooper. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that. that's the other thing. We don't know who we're going to get introduced to because I think in the trailer, I know I saw Stormtroopers, I thought I saw Imperial officers, and they're like, hey, listen, you got to transport this or go get this guy and such like that. We're probably going to see, like, those, those double-sided connections. Like, we're going to see him deal with the Underworld. We're going to see him deal a little bit with... You know, the empire, and then crumbling empire, right? Because there, there were always still remnants and stuff like that. And then you're gonna seal of what's going on with the rising republic, so you're gonna have this balance. It's one of the reasons why I was big with um, you know, rebels because you didn't see Space Wizard as main character, and you got to see some of the down nitty gritty in-the-trenches stuff instead of main-character-avoids-all-damage type of stuff.
2: I, st- I still have to say this. It, 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 it boggles the mind that they managed to throw together a rebellion through 4, 5, and 6... And yet, they had no plans to establish any kind of government to resist the, the new order when it comes. Let's to be honest with
1: this: they never thought that they They never wrote. thought this shit through. <laughs> well, not, <laughs> not only
2: you also got to
0: remember too that it the, wasn't free walks. <laughs> not only just that, there is also the fact that you had the First Order, as was established in Battlefront Two, which, had, despite the game being kind of garbage, an amazing story is the fact that there was the Splinter Group from within the Empire
1: that decided to cut off the old uh, guard and establish the new. And don't forget they, they also went really uh finely tuned into it that even though the Empire existed, the Republic was still kind of there. The Republic of Systems yeah. still existed. It was just that they had no individual power. So it was one of those things like you, you They were under all imperial this, control. They were under imperial control. So you believe that once you bring enough notice and enough disruption to the regime that what's going to have to happen is the the Republic of Systems kind of rise back up and go eh, you, you go away you go away in the hopes but I know Anthony, Anthony you have to be really crazy, like happy about this because basically it's 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 Firefly on steroids in the Star Wars universe oh you damn right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we we have to see if we're going to get all the characters to the ship but you know what I mean even look at the ship
0: ah, Alan is somehow going to be in this. game. yeah <laughs> I he think he played an alien. I think um, uh, I could have sworn he played one of the aliens. No, never mind. I'm thinking of Simon Pegg, but oh, there's yeah. there's the chance that he's in there. Alan Tudyk is in just about fucking everything these days. He um, oh yeah, so, no,
1: I was I was thinking Nathan Fillion when he played in, uh, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy. So I, I almost thought Star Wars with that too, but then I remembered no, Nathan Fillion played. That, in that, that's the beauty Marvel. is the cast of
0: Firefly has jumped around to so many different other aspects of sci-fi uh, movies and. And just
1: shows that it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Nathan Fillion somehow gets on the show and he's a permanent cast member. <laughs> I sur- i think I'd be, other- I'd be okay with that. His, his his current TV show, I think, is being canceled soon. I think it's coming to a close. Oh, he's cat- gonna need work.
0: Oh, rookie. Yeah, it, it might. Why guy. would he
1: not go to Star Wars? He's like, wait. This is Firefly Mark Two. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Can I get? I got some other guys. Like, they're willing. Like, let's go. Let's get this party going. (laughs) (laughs) And Nathan Fillion would be down. Hell
0: yeah. yeah. That would
1: be, it would be fantastic. It almost brings a tear to my eye right now. I think it has a lot of promise. Well, okay, let me, let me retract that. Done right. It should have a lot of promise. Uh, it just says everything else with that kind of statement. But I think the ability to tell a story with this type of scenery, this type of character, where we haven't gotten something like this unless it was in a novel put to a TV show. I think they have a lot of ability to create something really cool.
0: Again, because you know, that goes back to the people behind the camera. You have John Favreau, you have. Taika Watiti. Yes. The people involved as far as the stars that we actually have playing these roles. Uh, and also, again, just the, the, as far as the screenwriters and the directors. Now, this is not John Favreau's first time being in the director's seat. I mean, he's doing quite a few he's been doing this for a while. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, he's the fact got, that he's got, the one...
1: he He was the one who did a lot of the stuff for Iron Man. That's did exactly you, my point. did the original Iron Man. Yeah. That's, that's th- exactly
0: my point. So, considering he's the one that's like heavily it's involved. It's not his first rodeo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 see, I have so I much. I think faith. that's
1: what you were trying yes, to say. Yes, I have so much faith
0: because of everybody involved. <laughs> that's why I'm going with your statement, but fully saying that I think this is going to be great. I feel like it's going to be great because of again everybody that's involved. I think it's
1: going to be done right. Therefore, I know, being great. I know we have a, a, a friend who is insanely big into Mandalorian stuff, Mandalorian lore, Mandalorian everything, and he. This is the number one thing that is he is anticipating. Ryan's probably like Ryan yeah, is, is going, he's fo- foaming ins- at the mouth at home. He is like, going ah. insane. The only thing that would make it better is if when they finally decide to let's say do old Republic movies and they bring in Revan. Back. Yep that that'll be the only. I'll other probably thing. lose my mind when that happens yeah, too. That, that's probably the only thing that would tip the tide. Which they
0: which they touched but on that. They I'm gonna let it. you
1: know though if 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 uh, the Mandalorian has Nathan Fillion in it, he Brian's gonna be done. Yeah. Because he loved Firefly too, so it's just one of those things where he's just like, all right. I'm done. I'm in. Enjoy. enjoy I don't care. Enjoy guys. We're like. Just, uh, just explode. Here's my wallet. Take my money. You don't have to pay for anything, Brian.
2: Okay, take, take it. Take, take it. my money.
1: Just take it. Take my money, <laughs> <laughs> so Brian. I hope you're listening because you know that's true. And he's gonna say yes. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I mean. So even besides Disney Plus, we also have The Fallen Order. I mean, I'm a little bit sad that you know um, Galen Merrick, Star Killer, a, for, a Force uh, Unleashed, is now no longer canon. Because I know that's also something, Like I guess it's a very good point to what you said, Mike. It's very polarizing, just like much of Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. And this story wasn't bad. At, at least as far, one of the things that I really appreciated about it is it at least kind of showed just how clever Palpatine is. As far as the, how the Rebel Alliance first got established in in the first place was a lot more interesting than what we got from Rebels, as much as I love Rebels. Just the way they came together just felt lackluster for the Star Wars universe. For anybody who hasn't played Force Unleashed, whatever, it's spoilers, you had plenty of time to play it's a, it. It's a really fun game. It is, it is. It, it, you get to Games. pull... You get to... Well, the second one, there. Uh, uh, it was still fun. Uh, yeah, okay. The story was
1: garbage. No well <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I said it was a fun game. Yes, yeah, it's true. Like, but okay.
0: being able to pull Star Destroyer
1: from
2: space no, the, the in mid- a quick time the, event. Yeah. The, still, I, hate quick time I know, but, but
1: the the experience that you get, the kind of funness to it is fine. I didn't like Star Killer. Yeah. I, if I could change anything, Starkiller Star Killer was just it was a tool. You and know, like and that's what... I understand that. And tool. this is what
2: this is what kills me. Um the actor whose name is going to allude. Sam Woodward. With- Samway yeah, I love him. Uh, Doomsday or freaking, yeah, he's, Doom. he's everything. He's he, also he the
0: likes... voice. He's also the voice of Palpatine in in the uh, Clone Wars and yeah. other Star Wars stuff. Yeah.
2: He's also the actor who portrays the main character in um... Days Gone. Days Gone. Yes, he gets work. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a lot of video game work. He's well. He's been doing video game stuff for a very long time. Star so, Wars stuff too. He's a and, huge fan. Yep, yeah. I love him as an actor. The person who's the main character in. um... What the hell is the name of this game again? Oh, it's The Fallen Order. Fallen so that's Order. what you're trying to get to. Yes. Okay. So the big thing is they, they're doing very similar motion capture for the two games. Isn't it? Between the... Force Unleashed and this.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Is it the guy who played the Joker? Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. Um, he's also
2: from it's... Shameless, for Shameless, anybody who watches
0: yeah. that series. You know, he's a great he's a great actor. It's a great choice for the character. I I am excited for it. I'm a little he sad. He's the only thing that made Gotham good. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: I agree. And, and but, Gotham's horrible. <laughs> but that guy, he's good.
0: Yeah, but... I I said, uh, just to finish off what I was trying to say before you tried yeah. to say way back. Uh, the, as far as with Star Killer, what was great is, again, Palpatine had Starkiller kind of create this alliance so that we could easily squash it. Unfortunately, he failed, and that's how the Rebel Alliance was born. And with his untimely death at the end of the first game... That's how we got the Rebel Alliance symbol because that was, you know, the the, the crest of his his bloodline. So to me, that was cool. That was cool. And that's all gone now. But I, I'm willing to overlook that because one, Respawn has proven they can do stories well with Titanfall 2. And uh, just games in general, if you look at, you know, Apex Legends, not my cup of tea, but it obviously speaks for itself with the kind of numbers it's been pulling in with players and just how much fun it can potentially be. So, I mean, they also have the the main director of God of War 3 is going to be the one helming Fallen Order. So, again, there's just a lot going for it that makes it look very interesting. Sad we don't get to go ahead and create our own Jedi, but at least it's a single-player-only story-driven game. That's enough
1: to go ahead and sell me day one. I mean, I, I, I've i been a fan. I've I've never been big into multiplayer games, so being able to play through a story arc and stuff like that has always been big for me. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. They like the interaction from multiplayer games and stuff like that. But I like story-driven stuff. So for me, this is something that even I might pick up and, and go out and do something with, uh, just because it, it probably fits more my style of play. And of course, again, remember, I may state it. I'm, I'm a casual, so it's one of those things where if I can get my hand on it and I enjoy it and it's, it's not multiplayer, I'm okay. Yeah. So... That's oh, all you want. <laughs> yeah, I just want something immersive, and if it's Star Wars, it's great.
2: Yeah, yeah. and uh, and from the looks of things, again, this, this game looks like it's it's being taken care of. It, it looks like things are going to kind of go respawn's way, as I, as I'm putting it now, because. I don't know what they're like. I know one of their the heads of respawn is one of the higher ups at EA now, and that's kind of why they've gotten all the leeway that they've gotten, um, the because dirt. they're not they're they're not being forced to use uh, frostbite. They're not being forced into the regular EA narrative of make a live a live service game, and they're not being forced into EA's forced. Yeah, um, Force
1: choked
2: into it. Yeah, they're not being force choked into anything <laughs> as far as EA is concerned, and a lot of that has to do with, again, one of the heads of the studio, when they got bought by EA, kind of moved up into EA, like, upper echelon. So they kind of have their own leeway with a lot of stuff. Um, i don't know how long that's going to last cuz again fallen order was a, was a project that they were working on before they were bought by ea so it may be that, that may be the case who knows i'm hoping that they they get to keep their kind of like studio, studio freedom if it's
0: anything like the Kyle Katarn series, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I want to say Jedi Knight. Was that what it's called?
2: No, Kyle Katarn, Kyle Katarn was, uh, 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 Shadows of the Empire. No, but he had a few games. There was the name, but there was a name of, a Jedi Outcast.
0: Jedi Outcast was the name of the series. Or, I'm thinking Dash Rendar, sorry. Yeah. You think K- it's, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's why I'm just like going with it. anyways. No, Jedi Outcast is what the entire series yeah. is considered. And if it's anything like that, because a lot of people really loved that series, I think it, it's, it's in good shape. Like I said, there's there's nothing that I'm seeing so
1: far that's telling me this is not going to be as good as it looks. So are you telling me that everything we've seen, whether it be this final trailer for uh, Episode nine? Mandalorian or this game, it's kind of like the Last Hope. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, it really feels it feels like, and I'm hoping that we're not getting
0: yeah. the you know, the a rug new hope. A new <laughs> hope? Uh, I like it, but I, I, as long as they're not pulling the rug out from under us at the last second, it kind of feels like Disney in regards to the Star Wars side of things is firing on all cylinders, and I hope it continues to build that momentum. I hope it continues to be as good as it looks. It's not some kind of bait switch bullshit that we're going to yeah. getting in the end, uh, but I'm feeling good about it. There's there's nothing that I, I I've seen so far, like I said, that makes me feel
1: uneasy about the direction Star Wars is taking as a franchise. This is one of those things though, and th- I think this is always the catch twenty two when it comes down to Star Wars fans. This goes for us as well. I mean, no matter what, there's always going to be something to talk about. There's always going to be something to bitch about. There's always going to oh, be something okay. that's kind of you know coming up with this, that, or the other
2: uh, on the on the bitching about thing. So uh, no, you had that like the I, I know, episode. but I, I've got I I've can't. got a, I, 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 you've <laughs> been did. the you've been the negative Nancy yeah. Yeah, this entire yeah, time. Exactly.
1: I know. So uh, <laughs> I gave you a rant hour, okay? Yeah, I know <laughs> you can calm down, sir. <laughs> with uh, with um, and
2: it's Cameron Monaghan, the the actor who's play, portraying the main character in uh, Fall Order. Um. Whatever the Joker, that's fine. The Jerome yeah, Sure. Drome. <laughs> He's he Martel. So <laughs> <laughs> the social media backlash against the game was, oh, look, another white male protagonist, because you know we haven't had enough of those. So I just have to say that is one of the things that Star Wars fandom will do this every time. They will find something again polarizing about anything, and just run it into the ground. <laughs>
1: Well, like I said, everything, people people are going to bitch. It's, it's Star Wars. The th- great thing about Star Wars is you're going to find something that you love, something that you hate, something <laughs> that people could have done better with, some people that you could have done worse with. That
0: happens with you any know? great franchise that has a lot of people that love it. Yeah. You're also going to have an uh, equivalent exchange. Almost the same amount of people that are just going to be like, eh,
1: yeah, pretty much. I mean, they're called Trekkies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Stefan. <laughs> Wham! Wow. cheap shot, uh-huh. right in the kisser. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? I, <laughs> I had a point of view, and then I God, had to make that was,
0: that was just too good. I'm sorry. <laughs> we 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 love Star Trek too, and you know, all this. Not right.
1: really, but Mike does.
0: <laughs> That's why no, so- I buy wees.
1: No, I. I, I Card was my favorite guy, but whatever. I, I mean, I, I was, I was, uh, I was looking at you know some of the potential movies that have moved aside, like the uh, Landau Carissian movie. Like I would have loved to see Landau. That Carissian, would have been great. Yeah, you know? absolutely. A Boba Fett movie. I would have loved to still see well, that. What? <laughs> is... yeah.
2: Besides Mike, <laughs> well, no. It, Besides, Car- remember, Car- uh, it,
1: me and, Car- me on the and Carbone are hated, are hated Boba
2: Fett. Uh, well, That's of... right.
0: You guys did bring up the whole stupid.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died to somebody turning around too fast. He didn't die. He, he didn't lived. die. He okay, he didn't technically die, but he gets eaten by a sarlacc because somebody turned around and hit his backpack with a with a stick. And then it shows uh, uh, a <laughs> that the was fact the fact force, that man it
1: was. You look at it this way: events that happen, and that's the also ring. why
2: every stormtrooper ever like ever misses. Yes, yes. I did a video about this. <laughs> Go back
1: and watch our stuff, Mike. <laughs> Get refreshed on the topic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, but this is my point, and I think we're going to roll to a close on this, but that that's the point, is you can find something you like, you hate, you don't want to see, you do want to see, everything like that, and with, with the couple of things that we have rolling out, uh, coming out in the next like, couple of years and stuff like that. I mean, I can only hope. Pop Palpatine for president. So I <laughs> mean, like, like
0: the Force, it surrounds us, it flows through
1: yes, us, penetrates uh, and... <laughs> us. Oh, okay, oh. all right. And on that note, we gotta leave. <laughs> And may the force be with you this entire month. We're not just celebrating may the fourth be with you, but we're actually going to be celebrating star Wars the entire month with star Wars dedicated topics. So if you've enjoyed this, enjoy it for the rest of the month. With the exception
0: of like two weeks from now, cause that's going to be MegaCon, but we'll, we'll have other content on our YouTube and other stuff like that as well. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review and subscribe. And if you're listening to us on any of our podcast providers, whether it be Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or even Spotify, head over to our YouTube channels. We have a lot of great content on there as well. And as proud members of the But Why Podcast community, you can check out our latest episodes there, along with the other great
1: podcasts that are also on that site. Don't forget, you can follow us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. Make sure you head over to our Discord channel so you can talk with the Ready Comics Roll crew and other Rollers about Star Wars, the hype about the movies, the hype about Mandalorian, and tell us about Oberon Martell.
2: Follow us over on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week. And if you'd like the Force to be with us, head on over to our Patreon page and become a supporter today.